everyone, it's Emma and Liv, and we're your meta star kicks. I remember when I made that intro. I feel like that was like 8,000 years ago. Yeah, and now you want to make a new one, don't you? I don't know if I want to make a new one. I just want one that sounds like I didn't make it on Audacity when <laughs> I didn't know audio how to make software. <laughs> Audacity's. Yeah. Yeah, Audacity is a free software, so it's a... Uh... Hard to use, hard to make it do custom things like make intros. <laughs> but I think it's also just user error of I'm dumb, so. Nah. <laughs> I think it's pretty good for never knowing how to do anything, but, you know, I don't know. I'm surprised we have one to begin with. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Because was... I, I don't know how to do that shit either. Ah, yeah. It was a... I thought I was going to be really musical and artistic, and I was like, but that's not how this is going to work. This is a lot harder than it seems. Yeah. So today, Em and I are going to be talking about spirit guides. This is part three, I guess, because the first ones that we did is two well, parts. our first spirit guide podcast is not split. Oh, so then this is the podcast part two, but the videos, it's part three. Yeah, because mm. uh, when we talked about meet our spirit guides... It was a lot of content, so I split it up. <laughs> semantics, semantics. Yeah, because uh, YouTube doesn't like a long video. But if you haven't seen, Em and I have been doing TikTok Lives. We do psychic medium versus tarot card readings uh, as best as you can on TikTok, and it's pretty fun. But everyone's like, I want to know some question answers, so tell me about my spirit guides. Because it's literally, that's the only question they ask. Yes, they lot on and do off. I have spirit guides? What's a spirit guide? And Liv's, like, blown because she's like, wait, people don't know they have spirit guides? <laughs> wait, yeah. people don't see weird spiritual people following them around? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Shit, my medium set friend says. It's normal to me, guys. So yeah. since it's so normal to me, it's kind of hard for me to talk about since I already went over it. Since uh, she's been <laughs> seeing people since she was eight. Em's going to lead this conversation with all of the questions and answers that she's learned since we've started Metapsychics and our own little spiritual journeys and spiritual awakenings. And hopefully this answers some, if not all, of your questions. And if it doesn't, then you can go to Metapsychics.com under the extras tab and ask us more questions and we will answer them for you. So without further ado, Don't it's wait. Em. Don't, go to our ex Don't go to our extras page. Why? I want stories from our extras page. I don't want your questions there. If you have questions, go to our contact us page, please. Okay. <laughs> if you got questions, either ask them on our YouTube, Instagram, or you can go to our website to contact us for questions. If you have stories about paranormal things that have happened to you, you can go to our extras page and give us your stories. But yeah, I don't know why you would have your questions there. It's just a way to contact us. M made the website. I didn't make the website. And then she also handles all of the things that go into organizing the things that come through on our website. So the Virgo AKA, has spoken. Liv doesn't look at our email. <laughs> In case you wanted to know. I, do. I have to make her look at it. She's like, I can't deal with the notifications. <laughs> I really can't. It drives me crazy. If you want to contact me, then just go to oliviathemedium at gmail.com and I'll answer your questions. But, you know. But she should be checking metapsychics at gmail.com. <laughs> Don't at me on our own podcast. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of notifications. My phone goes ding, 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 ding. Ooh. And every ding is just poor live. My blood pressure going higher. 
It must be really hard for you. It really is. <laughs> Fucking, do you hear the small violins and stereo playing in the background? I don't know if we have a button like that. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> are you going to talk about spirit guides for all the people that aren't psychic mediums with all the clairs? Yes. So that they can understand what's happening in their lives and not feel crazy? Yes. Okay. So here, me, I am a normie. Normie. I really like that you use that since I put it in the blog once. The blog that I need to write. Yeah, the blog that you talk about spiritual gifts, but the normie doesn't have any spiritual gifts, but I think everyone has spiritual gifts. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a normie. Last year, I was so blocked that I couldn't see a ghost straight in my face and things like that. But this is going to be how to contact or connect with your spirit guides for you normies who aren't a psychic medium like Liv. Yeah. So your first step is you need to go through self-reflection. So that is a lot of people will refer to it as shadow work. It's kind of just like therapy for yourself. You can do journaling, things like that. But one of the things that I think will help you the most is if you go through your eight main chakras and kind of figure out where you're blocked in those areas because those are going to be the areas in which Ego is affecting your life. And when I talk about ego, ego is essentially that like societal or cultural um, idealism that people put in your head about certain topics that say, this is how it is. It can't be any different than this. Like you're expected to be a certain person in a certain way. And if it's not like that, it's not acceptable. So this essentially explains away like all the metaphysical things that might be happening to you. Like if you have a tapping in your kitchen, your brain's going to be like, oh, it's just the house. Nothing suspicious or paranormal is happening. It's fine. That would be your ego talking. So essentially what you're doing with this self-reflection is you're trying to see past your ego and see what's really happening within your mind space. Because your spirit guides right now are actually speaking to you, but because of this like societal pressure, you probably just think it's you talking to you or you explain it away in some way. So for me, I I didn't know anything about the chakras and I didn't know that I was actually going through this process of healing from trauma and anxiety in order of my chakras. So essentially, I have a panic disorder. So when I was younger, I would have like three, four panic attacks a day. And it was just the biggest thing in my life. And I could not function without doing something about my anxiety. So I needed to tackle that and process why I have anxiety, how to fix it. And anxiety deals with your root chakra, which is your first chakra that you need to unlock, essentially. It deals with being safe, secure, and your survival instincts and things like that. So once I got rid of my anxiety or had it managed, I moved on to, oh no, now I'm really depressed and sad and I have confidence issues, and that's your next two chakras. You have self-confidence and your emotions. So as you can see, we talk about this in our chakra podcast, so you can go in and see like where you're blocked and things like that. But I moved into now I have trauma and I feel like people have caused my trauma, but 
in actuality, you move on to your heart chakra and you realize these people have trauma too. And it can't blame them for causing me this pain. It just is what it is. So I was literally just being led through all of the chakras because chakras lead into each other. You need to unlock one to understand the next. And my spirit guides literally led me through them. I did not need to like know any of anything about the chakra system. It was just these things needed to be unblocked and all of these blocks came from ego. So the ego came in through trauma in the sense of I am being invalidated for my emotions because it doesn't fall in line with what society tells me I need to be. I can't have these emotions because you're in a good place in your life. Like you are rich. You have all of these things like you, you don't have a place to be sad about your life. So that is ego getting in the way and you need to remove the ego in order to have your intuition come out. Yeah. So the way that Liv was explaining it before is you get trauma from trying to survive in a realm where society has placed these pressures on you. So my response is, well, if we're just all trying to survive, that's what animals do. Why aren't animals blocked? Yeah, because animals are very perceptive to the metaphysical things around them. But the reason... Their survival is not the same as ours because we put in the sociocultural practices and perceptions that create that humans have created for one another, whether whether or not you live here or you live in the Middle East or if you live in South America, all of the cultural and socio societal things are different. And that's just the things that we've put in place as people because we're people. So animals don't have that they're surviving in the sense of they were born into the world around them and it is what it is so say a thing comes along that's a ghost they see them they see it for face value because they don't have socio-cultural things to inhibit their thoughts they don't have that ego they th- they take things for face value for things it things that happen happen just because they happen they don't have society trying to explain what they saw as normal or abnormal exactly it is just what it is so when things happen to us metaphysically paranormally anything like that the societal and cultural things that we have created and constructed as humans are what create our ego the understanding of the world around us what we like to explain and use to explain things around us it's it's also a survival mechanism honestly if you want to get into the science aspect of it but I don't know I'm just blanking I'm trying really hard to just let you talk because I know it's important for you and the people that are listening and not so much what I say but well I feel like it goes in with you as well you just are different because your strongest Claire is clairvoyance so you just saw things and because you saw things you're like I don't think you can explain this away because there's a literal physical person without a face staring at me right now. And um, I'm like, I don't know what you want me to believe. <laughs> the pivotal part of that within my own growth and development as a as a psychic medium was that, yes, I did see people. But the difference between me and other people that have that have that have have that happen is I'm not discounting mental illness, but I am saying that for me. I was in a position where one, I did see souls in front of me physically without faces. I was not put into a mental mental institution. 
that is probably the biggest thing that has ever happened within my life that has changed things because I could have had a different family, been in a different situation, a different cultural thing and had people go, you're crazy. You need to be heavily medicated, controlled and put into a different environment because what you're seeing is not normal which is mostly how people interpret my gifts. And again, I'm not discounting that schizophrenia and mental illness is a thing. You need to have your own perception of the things that are going on around you. But for me, that's not the case. So I think that if I did see things and it was different, then I might have a different, you know, understanding or perception of what I do, I yeah. guess. It's because you saw things when you were eight and didn't have an ego. Mm -hmm. And your mother was like, yeah, they're actually there. So you never developed like... An inhibition. A, yeah, you never developed an ego against that. That's true. And that's why you're so open to it. That is very true. Because there's a lot of mediums who are blocked because of ego. They still have, like, I don't know, symptoms the right word, but, like, they still have symptoms of their mediumship that affect them every day, but they just don't know that they're a medium because they have explained it away so often. Yeah. And they don't know what's normal and what's not normal. I do that still, though, too. Ego is something that I struggle with, even when I'm giving readings, because I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Or yeah, but it, there's there's people who literally don't know they're a medium. Yeah, and it makes me sad. Yeah. Because they just deal with, like, side effects of, like, I don't know why my ears are so screwed up, or, like, I don't know why I dream in a certain way, like, I don't know why I feel sick all the time, and it's literally because they're just sensing things that they perceive to not be real. So their body is trying to block it, even though it doesn't want to. Interesting. Yeah. I but like I like the way that you brought you broke this down, though, because you talk about the chakras first. And honestly, one of the biggest things for you to try and unlock metaphysical perceptions or abilities that everybody has um, is that. I don't know, to deal with it, to get rid of your ego. We were talking about surviving, right? So most people, for me personally, I had anxiety and depression. And I did not know that I had anxiety and depression because the family that I grew up in was like, you don't have anxiety or depression. Nobody has anxiety or depression. You are in control of your own emotions and the things that you do and the choices that you make are what dictate what happened to you. So if something bad happens to you, or if you feel a certain way, it's because of something that you did and you have to fix it. So get over it. And I had all of these feelings that I couldn't actually comprehend because I had never been taught to think about my feelings before and just, I don't know, take them for how they were and embrace them instead of suppressing them and putting on a mask and trying to make everyone else feel or control their emotions because that was the situation that I was put in was having to mediate other people's feelings and not feel my own feelings. So when I did, I was like, I don't know how to deal with this. Because um, you were never taught to ha learn how to uh, healthily have emotions. Exactly. You were just given ego saying they aren't there. <laughs> uh huh. You don't have emotions. Yes. Or you have to mediate the emotions of others so that you have the correct yeah. outcome within your life which is having control over situations, which is not healthy. So in addition to step one of recognizing that I had these emotions and that it was okay to have these emotions, it, I, not even recognizing that it was okay, just recognizing that I did have anxiety and I was depressed. That was step one. Step two is 
the most overwhelming and probably the hardest thing besides coming to terms with your feelings. And that is trying to figure out where these emotions come from. That is the hardest thing. So step one, figure out what your emotions are or just like recognize that you have them. Step two is figuring out where they come from. And the great thing about what M said with the chakras is that the chakras, learning them and understanding what they do and how they work and what order they're within you will help you understand where your emotions are coming from. It so breaks it down. It breaks it down. So for example, my Moldahar chakra is what is known as your root chakra and is the basis of your eight chakras, eight main chakras. And it is it deals with primal instincts and your needs being met and your instinctual sense of security, which I have never had. I don't feel because I feel that I've always had to secure other people's emotions and other people's validation before my own. So literally, I did not know that I had to do that as a person growing up. That's one of my traumas because everybody has them. And I grew up in a family that says nobody has traumas. It's not that big a deal. If you didn't have PTSD and serve in Vietnam or you're not a war veteran or you weren't in a traumatic event, you don't have traumas. That's just how I was raised and it's okay. Um, But Going through these chakras will help you pinpoint once you've recognized that you have emotions, where they come from. And once you can pinpoint where they come from, you can start working on accepting them and moving past them. And that is the biggest part of getting your ego down. Because what we were trying to explain before is you're trying to survive when you have your traumas. You're not paying attention to the things around you because you're just like, I need to fit in. I need to make sure this is met. I need to make sure that is met. I need to make sure this person feels okay or that I feel okay when I'm around this person so I have to do this activity. Those are all egos. You don't necessarily have to do all of those things. I know it's hard because we've constructed a society and a culture in which we have responsibilities and we have things that we have to take care of. Yes, I'm not saying you don't need to do those things and you just have to like move out into the middle of nowhere and become like a swami or like a woodsman. I'm just saying that you have to recognize what's going on and what's important and that will help release your ego because all of the things that we tell ourselves to explain things and get through our day-to-day is our ego. And that is the first thing that's inhibiting you from understanding that maybe you have clairvoyance, maybe you have clairaudience, maybe you have have clairsentience, or you have all three in different variations. Yeah, and when we talk about opening your chakras, I feel like a lot of people go to like that shwami place where they like, I need to meditate and I need to be covered in essence or what is it? Essence? What do you mean? Sorry, I'm thinking of a different word. Mm, when you burn sticks. I can't think of the word for Oh, it. incense? Yes. Essence. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's not it, but I can't think of the actual word. Yeah, we're not talking about like releasing your spirits or whatever. Like you actually have to go through like an ego death where what people call talk about when you go through a spiritual awakening, you have to go through your traumas and be like, this is how ego played a part. This is what society is telling me I have to be. But in actuality, this is me instead. You have yes. to find yourself yes. in all of the societal pressure. 
And it's really hard. And if you think that Em and I are saying this and you're like, oh, you guys haven't even done that. It's because we haven't. We are not perfect. We still deal with all of these things, but we're just trying to help people help themselves, if that makes any sense, because we're not here to help you. The only people that can help you are yourself, your spirit guides, and yourself. (laughs) But yeah, so when I started going through the self-reflection and all of that stuff, essentially another spirit guide stepped forward for me. So once you start accepting the process and start uh, processing your traumas and ego, I'm thinking you're going to have other spirit guides that are going to come into your life to help you with the processing of all of your traumas and your ego and things like that. So for me, I went through like going through the anxiety that I went through. And then when I started trying to process the trauma, I had another spirit guide step forward. Her name is Rosaline and she is essentially based upon knowledge. She talks to me through clear cognizance, which is clear thought. And when I started getting these thoughts, they would essentially show up when I was processing my trauma and she would essentially like connect the dots almost. Liv likes to explain it as like a switchboard. You would like move the switchboard to a different peg and things like that. It was essentially she would explain things in an instance with complete thoughts of my memories and she'd be like these two things are going together and this is why you do this specific thing and she would help me process my trauma so this helped open more of my intuition but because she stepped forward and she speaks in a different way than my first spirit guide I was able to understand that I was getting thoughts that were not my own And that's when I made my first connection with my spirit guides and realized that I am claircognizant and can speak to them in a certain way. She also showed me how my main spirit guide communicates with me. So Zaroth is my main spirit guide. He's a big cloud guy. If you want to hear about him, we have a spirit guide podcast. But he, he talks to me through physically manipulating my environment So he'll make things show up in my life so that I have to deal with them or process them. So one of the things he manipulates is Liv, Mm -hmm. but Liv doesn't know it because he has a way with words, so to speak. He just makes me bring up things that Emma's been thinking about but doesn't want to talk about. And I talk to them for her because he can't physically talk to her. He just manipulates things, and one of those things, like Em said, is me. So he will literally make me say things to Em so that she has someone to talk to about with them. But it's actually him speaking. Yeah, but he also does it through other things like objects that I will find or like videos that I find on the internet. Like, you need to find this person on the internet so you can watch how they handle trauma so that you can handle trauma in a similar way or process what they've been through compared to you essentially what he does a lot of the times is he puts me environments that make it okay for me to have emotions so like I meet people specifically so they can be like this is my trauma and it's okay that it's trauma so that for me the things that I go through that are similar are also okay because they're okay for this person that happens a lot and that's the Roth That's basically what our podcast is going to be to so many people. Do you understand that? Uh, Yeah, he's manipulating me. What's up, guys? 
so my spirit guide is helping you guys as well yeah that's why we're making this video and this podcast and do you think it's also interesting that <laughs> we had to learn so much before we could make this podcast to try and help other people well they're the ones that told me this information yeah I didn't know this information like we made a chakra video and when I was making the chakra video because I was thinking of oh well, I have to put this here and this says this and I have to understand what the chakra is so I can put little cards on the video and they're like yeah since you're thinking about this well uh you've already done and opened this chakra and this is when you did it and this is how you did it and they showed me that for literally every single chakra up until my throat chakra because <clears throat> I'm working on that one but like <laughs> I would not have been able to tell you guys, hey, this is what I did through all of the chakras if they didn't tell me that's what I did. <laughs> like, your spirit guides, as long as you go into the self-reflection step with open arms and are like, I'm going to work on my trauma, your spirit guides will lead you through it. And you will get to a point where you can communicate with them freely. So you just have to start by first working on your being ego uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah being uncomfortable with yourself so That's that what you spiritual can, awakenings are so that really you can be more comfortable with yourself yeah because until you're able to if you are not willing to learn they're not going to be able to teach you it doesn't matter how many times they throw repeating numbers in front of your face or how many times you don't think that you have spirit guides because you feel like you don't have spirit guides that's because you are not ready does that make sense yeah, but also, like, your spirit guides are talking to you every day. You just don't know that it's happening because exactly. of ego. Yes, because you're not ready. You can't what, see it. Yeah, which is what all the chakras are showing you is your ego. But Rosaline stepped forward for me because I was ready and I needed her guidance. She didn't necessarily help me until then because I feel like if she didn't, I would not have a connection with my spirit guides. Because it was that change in tone that allowed me to be like, oh my god, I'm getting thoughts that aren't mine. How did I get the answers to these? <laughs> yeah, it's because you had to be ready for it. And she knew that you were ready, so she's like, now I can teach you. But yeah, but what's interesting is I got a new spirit guide, you guys. <laughs> me! Yeah, you should ask him what his name is, because I need a name for him. But um, he... He helps me with words, which would be your throat chakra, speaking your truth. He, um, I've like noticed he was there because, uh, I don't know, I feel him standing on my left shoulder. So Liv describes him as this like little kind of gremlin type creature. She says he looks like the guy from, what is it, Monty Python? There's like these little men who say me and they are the sacred keepers of the words. And it's interesting because he helps me with words when I do tarot. And that also enables my throat chakra to start being unlocked because that is where I am struggling because I don't want to tell people that I have trauma. I don't want to tell people when I'm having a problem because I just blame myself. But it's interesting because I started realizing that he was there because when I went on readings with Liv, I would get this pressure on my left shoulder and I would get pressure in my ear, almost like someone put their hand on my left shoulder and was 
literally screaming in my ear. But at that point, I wasn't ready to hear him. I wasn't like, I didn't have that unlocked enough, but he helped me unlock that. And now I feel him standing on my left shoulder and I get information from him. The information comes in from that side, which is wild. Again, I feel like I'm crazy, but like when I read tarot, sometimes I literally feel like a pull or like a wind over my left shoulder when I read tarot. But now it's changing. I'm getting like a whistling in my right ear, which is weird. But yeah, he's really cool. Liv is looking stuff up because I asked her what his name is. But I'm Sorry. really I'm really excited about my new spirit guide, guys. What is he telling you? I was getting the word like Celsion or Celsio. Okay. You looked it up? Yes. <laughs> what is it? So Celsion is an oncology company. Oh gosh. <laughs> Celso um means it is a boy's name of italian and latin origin and it means high or lofty and it's derived from the word for sky but it also says that um tall lofty it means the one who should be increased in height elevation being erect straight dignified noble superb and proud like being on my shoulder (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and talking in a high-pitched voice. Yeah. But I'm not sure. Zarath was much more of a straightforward answer. Because he's Zarath. Yeah. <laughs> Zarath is very uh, a forward entity. Like uh, He's real outgoing. Where my other spirit guides are a little bit more like, we don't know you. We don't want to talk to you. Get out of here. Yeah, they don't like me as much. Um, <laughs> hence why I don't like to really talk to spirit guides unless they want to talk to me. Um, yeah, Sarath is real. <laughs> yeah. He's like, let me tell you all this girl's trauma because, dear God. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So everybody, again, we're going to reiterate so that everyone in the, in the universe knows this. You have a spirit guide. You can have more than one spirit guide, but you at least have one. And Em's like, and then I got another spirit guide. But, like, I just want to say that. Her other spirit guides have always been there. They just haven't stepped forward because she hasn't been ready to learn what they want to teach her. She hasn't been open to it. Her ego's been in the way. Her trauma's been in the way. She hasn't been able to deal with it. So until you deal with yourself, you can't deal with what other people have for you or other spiritual beings. So that's just how it goes. And the same thing goes for me. Even though I'm a freaking psychic medium, my first spirit guide is my blue man dude. And he helped me because I used to see people without any faces standing in front of me. And it was super scary and I felt very alone. Like literally imagine meeting strangers without faces by yourself. So I needed someone to be there with me. To Um, make her feel safe, secure, and help her survive. Okay, your first chakra, your root chakra. Yeah, and that is my blue man dude. Does he necessarily help me with readings? Oh, for sure, in ways that I don't even understand. But he is the one that is always there for me during readings, no matter what. And I don't even have to ask him to be there. I just know that he's there. So I know that no matter who I'm talking to, who the spirit might be, he's there to help me and just stand with me. Not necessarily to the point where he, I don't think he interferes. Like that one time where I had the spirit almost jump in my body. I don't <laughs> yeah. think he helped me, but he was there and I knew that I could deal well, with it by myself. he knew that you could handle it. Yeah. He wouldn't have let him in if you couldn't. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my blue man dude. And that's who I have had since I was a child. And he communicates with me with, um, 
expressions, like facial expressions and gestures. And one of the things that I think is fun because it's new for me, kind of, and I've been bracing more is that I like hug my spirit guides a lot, <laughs> like in my mind. I know that sounds I really can't funny. get over. She tried to hug Saroth and he was like shimmying, like, uh, come here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's a cloud, guys. He's a literal cloud. Yeah. So he has like very much genie from like Aladdin vibes. <laughs> yeah. But it's anyways. Great. It's funny. Uh-huh. My, yeah. uh, my blue man dude has always been there. And then mm-hmm. my second spirit guide is Shaggy. And he's kind of like a... <sighs> I literally just heard the word medicine man, but like, I don't understand That's that because I don't see him as medicine man necessarily. I, I call him like a hippie. Well, he heals like you. With emotions. Yeah. Yes. So. That is he, isn't he gold? Orange? He does have golden light around him. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because he's healing. Yeah. Stop freaking being my spiritual advisor and making me think about all the things that I forget that I tell you. Remember when you told me you don't have aha moments? Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. So he's kind of like my healer medicine man, I guess, now that he's giving me those words. Because I haven't talked to them in a while, honestly. I've been so busy. But um, now that they're stepping forward that I'm talking about them. Mm-hmm. He didn't come into my life until after I had started trying to deal with my trauma and my emotions and deal with the fact that I had anxiety and depression and tried to deal with the fact of where they came from and why I have these emotions and that it's okay to have these emotions and just step through them and get help. Um, I did try going on anxiety and depression medication and it did not help. So then I tried to get off of anxiety and depression medications, which had made me gain 35 pounds. I was almost 200 pounds and I was like, I feel horrible and this is not helping. So I need to get off of it. And I think he really is the one that was like, good. You tried to get help. You realized that it didn't work that way. And now you're going to try and fix it yourself because that's what is going to maybe work for you. And it has so far. And he has been there to help me with those emotions that I feel. Which is your next chakras, which is self-confidence in your emotions. And then the third spirit guide that stepped forward, mind you, if you're keeping keeping tabs on what I'm saying, it's not until I've decided to do these things and help myself that these spirit guides have come forward because they're like, you're ready to learn. You're ready to deal with this. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like telling someone to go to therapy when they're not ready. They're going to be offended mm-hmm. and they'll do the exact opposite. Yeah. So that's why they can't be like, okay, we're going to force you to do this. Yeah. Um, So then my third spirit guide is named Victoria, and she is a human-looking spirit guide, and she has red hair, Um, and she deals with promoting myself and doing things for myself and because I can for myself, like the things that I'm good at, like doing the things that I can do. She literally is the biggest person that drives me forward besides Emily to embrace my mediumship and continue helping people and the way she does it is in the most sassy like audacious way too which is like exactly what I need because my blue man dude and Shaggy are very nice and they 100% will let me get away with shit and she's like nah bitch you need to fucking get your shit together because you're a dope ass mofo and you can fucking do this yeah Liv doesn't like to listen so yeah. she needs a kick in the ass. <laughs> yeah. And that's what Victoria is because once Em and I started um, doing metapsychics and having our business and it's doing really well, she was like, I freaking told you. And now that your bitch ass is fucking ready to do shit and modulate, I'm fucking here. I'm ready. Also, good job. <laughs> but yeah. 
So Victoria helps live with her throat chakra because speaking she, my truth, she technically skipped over the heart chakra because let's get real. You, you're a bleeding heart. <laughs> I am a bleeding heart. Well, I also still, um, I feel like Shaggy struggle also with that. Help you with that though. Yeah. He helps me with acceptance. Yeah. Which is hard for me because mm-hmm. I have a bleeding Is that where you're stuck or are you just still stuck in your throat? Um, I think I'm stuck with both of them, honestly. Both. I haven't unlocked all my chakras. I just understand the portions that are blocked and why they're blocked and it, whether well, I, I don't know if you can completely unblock yourself because you're a human. Yeah. If you completely unblock yourself, you don't have ego. Mm-hmm. So how do you survive in society? Exactly. Why yeah. do you think that like... That's also why you can have multiple spiritual awakenings. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about Victoria. Is she uh, happier now? I know you're like off put by her because she's real sassy, uh, <laughs> but I like her. The answer to her question was she went, eh, because she knows that I'm not doing enough because I'm putting too much effort into my actual job um, yeah, I, and not running I our business. I agree with that. I know. And she agrees too. And now I have to, I don't need it from both of you. Okay. Cause Liv is literally like, you know, I just like, I don't make enough money cause I have a, like, uh, I don't know, like a part-time-ish job, even though they think I'm full-time, I'm not getting full-time hours, so I can't provide for my family and blah, 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 but like, she literally has a side gig (laughs) and is providing for her family and is safe, secure, blah, 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 root chakra things. Yeah, but not to the extent that I feel is necessary because of my large root chakra. Is there an extent? Like, is there a place would you where you would feel comfortable? Yes. Probably not. I don't believe you for one second. Yes. <laughs> I've literally asked for like the bare minimum and I have the barest of the bare minimum, which no, I'm not comfortable with. Yes. No, you don't. <laughs> Lol. I know my fiance makes money, but I'm not somebody that feels like I need to be taken you care of money. or should, but not enough to physically survive on my own. Well, yeah, you do. No. I think so. You think that I can have a house or an apartment with the money that I'm making right now. If you're living alone, yes. Let me tell you how much I make a month. And this is because of MetaPsychics this month, too. Okay. In an entire fucking month. Okay. That's not enough to survive. I think it's fine. You just... Do you know how much rent is? (laughs) Rent for an apartment is at least $600, if not more. Then split it with someone. That's not living by myself, though. That is still being dependent on someone, which is not ideal for my Muldahar chakra. Oh, gosh. If I can't take care of myself or other people, then it, I'm, I, I'm not making enough money. You make enough money? No. I believe in you. I do not. You can do metapsychics full-time. No. Full-time shit. Mm-mm. Do it. But, yeah, that's what she says, and that's why she can't tell you it either. Because <laughs> you won't accept it. I'm working, I'm working so much. It's ridiculous. And she's yeah. like, but not in the right direction. I exactly. Don't right now. <laughs> I really don't need to have an argument with a physical human being next to me well, and my fucking spirit guide in my head. And then she's yeah. cackling. Victoria and I are, are on the same page. So my fourth spirit guide, another one that's passive and makes me happy. And he's going, oh, I'm not passive. Oh my God. Why is he not passive? He's a rock. Is he telling you? <laughs> I have a headache from you. I have a headache from Victoria. I feel very attacked you know, right now. Maybe maybe the rock guy will shield you from my headache. Also, I feel like you're coughing because my headache is draining down my throat. I feel like you haven't experienced a sinus headache from me. <laughs> you think that's a thing? If it is, it would make sense, but I hate you. You're welcome. Oh, my God. This is my normal headache. 
which is why it's draining down my throat. As to TMI. <laughs> so my fourth spirit guide who has finally showed up for a reason, and mm-hmm. I fully believe that all four of my spirit guides have always been there. They just haven't stepped forward because I haven't been ready. Yeah. Now that I'm embracing my mediumship, whether Victoria likes it to the capacity that I am or not, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. I feel that I needed protection spiritually because there is a lot of people out there that are metaphysical and I don't agree with what they do or I think that the things that they do attract negative things, but I still have to interact with them possibly. And people just have weird things in their houses sometimes too. And I don't need those things, you know, coming over to me because separation is an illusion. So I'm like, I need to be able to protect myself, which is something that Em and I are going to go into. um, Which is the next step. Yep, (laughs) which is the next step. Once you are able to deal with yourself open up your gifts because your ego is lessened. Now you have to protect yourself because the things that are around you, whether they are good or bad, you're going to start seeing them and they're going to know it Mm -hmm. and they're going to screw with you. Yep. And you can't let them screw with you because you have to be spiritually grounded and protected. So (laughs) I was like, I'm a little nervous talking to all of these peri- all of these people and talking to all of these spirits because when you put yourself out there, you're still putting yourself out there spiritually too and you can get hurt. So I was like, I need protection. And it's funny how spirit always has a way to what Em and I say and my mother says spiritually spank you and also have a sense of humor. We were doing our crystal video and I didn't think that crystals could do jack squat because I'm like, they're just these little tiny stones. They're literally conglomerations of minerals. That makes no sense. This is dumb, but we're going to do it because the people are into it and boy did em and i learn that stones actually do work because they got a lot of energy in their little tiny bodies so if you want to learn more about that we got now we got some crystal videos and podcasts for you to listen and watch to yep um but i was like this doesn't make any sense they can't protect us but literally the one thing that if you read about stones is they protect you they protect you it's literally the only thing you got to know about stones is that they all protect you in one way or another. And I was like, I need protection. Enter my rock monster. He literally emits the frequency of ohm, which is the most protective frequency that we Isn't know the of. Frequency of life. Yes, it's it is so the frequency of life. If you guys want to, did you meet him during our? our podcast? I think so. He literally we did two in. podcasts because one was bad. He literally walked she in. She sobs about it. You should go watch it. It's yeah. really cute. It's so cute. I love him. Um, but he's this big old rock monster, and he emits the frequency of ohm, and it helps calm me down and ground me and center me and makes me feel like protection. Literally the way when I get overwhelmed during readings or before I gave readings, I used to get really overwhelmed and anxious because I'm like, oh, my God, I have to talk to these people. I also have to talk to these people's dead people. And it's a lot of pressure. And I don't know if the people it's that I'm talking to are right. It's a societal pressure. Yeah. <laughs> even as a psychic medium, my ego still gets in the way, guys. And it's something that I work with constantly and try to get over. But it's hard because I'm human. I'm not perfect. 
But my rock monster, in addition to giving the frequency of ohm, he literally will put his body on top of mine. And I know that sounds really weird. But Which it's is what like, my spirit guide does too. Oh yeah, that's true. He blankets me and takes the anxiety away. Yeah. But yours sounds cooler because he's a cloud. Like you can yeah. literally step into a cloud. <laughs> You're stepping into a rock. Yeah. But I, it's not like stepping into a rock. It's kind of as if. It's like you're wearing armor. It's like if he was an apparition and I were to step into his apparition. That's what he does. Yeah. And it makes me feel better. He helps me deal with my anxiety of giving readings and gives me protection. Yeah. Because that's what you needed. <laughs> yes. But it's funny because I was like, rocks don't do anything. And then he's like, actually. <laughs> I'm a rock. I'm a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that's funny because not only did I get spiritually spanked, but I also got a funny joke. <laughs> Where is he from? Like, why is he a rock? I just find spirit guides so interesting because they're just, they're beings. So when you asked me that, he showed me like a comet. And then he pointed oh, out, like, in space. That's so cool. <laughs> Is he... Uh, I don't know how to ask this question. He says there are other people like him. Is that what you're going to ask? No. What were you going to ask? Is he still on the comet? No. No? How did he get off the comet? He says everything dies eventually. Okay, that's what I was trying to say, but I I told the spirit guide he was dead once, and he was like, I'm not dead. <laughs> I don't know. He went like this. Got you. And then pointed up, so. Okay, so he died and is now in wherever realm he is now. So that's how he left the rock. But again, I think that the spirit realm is the same whether you're human or not. So. Well, and that's what I mean. What I'm saying is he's not on the common anymore. I was trying to figure out how he got, like, how he's affecting you, but is also on a comet, or if oh, he is. Oh, no, that's just where he came from. Well, yeah. Like, his I people. know. It's literally, I talked to a spirit guide through another medium, and he was like, I am not dead. I'm just here. <laughs> so, it, like, confuses me. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like, think there's ever, like, a dead thing. Why does, I don't know if other realms can die life and death is a very physical thing do we actually die no because our souls are still here our physical bodies die well so technically death is not a thing so if you ask a spirit guide are you dead no he's not dead he's just a, a i being. feel like death is switching a dimension wouldn't that make sense Sorry, that's not on topic, but... <laughs> I don't think we're switching dimensions. I think well, the only thing that anchors us here is our physical bodies. But yeah. Our, yeah, but we're never no, not connected to spirit. So did he have a physical body? Who? Your rock monster. Yeah. But he portrayed... When we die, wow. we can portray ourselves as that's whatever cool. life we want. So this is the life that Was he... Is he a rock on the comet? Like he's telling monster? me that it doesn't matter. He's asking, well, cool. you're, he's, he's like, you're asking <laughs> questions that don't matter about what we're doing right now. <laughs> I know, but I like it. It's cool. We can talk about it later if you want. Okay. So I talked to M's tree in her backyard. Oh I my God. Tell you that. It's so cute. I have a giant oak tree in my backyard and it was telling Liv, A, it's mostly a boy and B, it's like 500 years old. <laughs> and again, working with ego... I was like, you can't be 500 years old. Because no I remember tree. <laughs> literally getting this weird whispery voice in my mind. Like a whispery echo voice. Yes. Which would be so cool because if his like spirit is inside a wooden tree, it would echo. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I remember getting this weird whispery voice echoey thing in my head and it was like, I'm 500 years old. Oh, so I was like, what? 
what are you talking about? You're 500 years old. And he's like, I've been here for a while. And I started looking at the tree with my ego. And I was like, nah, how many rings could physically be in that tree? And he just like was laughing that I was literally <laughs> trying to count the tree rings. without cutting him down. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make a fairy garden in my backyard. And apparently the fairies like live within his essence or something. He, they live within the tree. Yeah, they live within the tree. And they were telling him that it would be great if I made a fairy garden in my backyard because they would have somewhere else to stay. When I envision fairies, I see different colored little lights. Yeah. I don't see like actual people. Except oh for that gosh. one time we gave that reading to that girl. Oh, you she, saw people then? Yeah, because she was the, the water nymph. Okay, but they it was people? it was they were portraying themselves as things that I would understand. Okay, though, there because you go. Spirits will give me ideas of what's going on based off of things that I've already seen. So when you said my cats was seeing little lights, you I think they those were are the fairies. fairies yeah, live in my backyard. Because when I was lis- when I was listening to the tree, the tree was showing me the little lights within the trunk of him. Wow. So I think that's how I see fairies. Is she seeing fairies in my house? Probably. Dear God, <laughs> fairies <laughs> are scary. I yeah, still want to make little houses for them so they live in the backyard. They want of you house. to make little houses. I know, for it'd them. be so the much fun. Oh my God. Because the tree knows all. Like, okay, I need you guys to understand. I'm an artist and I uh, like to make things out of clay. I literally want to make a custom fairy village from clay that I have made all of the little houses myself. That's what I want to do because I literally think it'd be so much fun. We'll probably make a video on it. So Oh, we will make a video on it. <laughs> I want to help. Why not? <laughs> but yeah. <gasps> we can save up so money for that and buy clay. Well, we need a kiln. I have clay. Oh. <laughs> Kilns are expensive. <laughs> I don't know if I can make enough money for a kiln. Well, kilns are... Mm, we could have gotten a kiln, kiln for a- free, but my dad was dumb and had his friend take yeah, them. Yeah, a lot of people sell kilns for free because they're... Um, hard to get rid of because they're large if anybody has a kiln no that'll be hard you guys live everywhere Mm. um but yeah kilns aren't as expensive as you think and i have a place that we can plug it in because (laughs) they pull a lot of they pull a lot of energy but that's off topic let's talk about protection we've been (laughs) off topic for like 10 minutes i know i got excited because your your spirit guide is like my spirit guide and he's like a rock so i like want to know where they come from because um it's really not something i need to know but it's information and i'm a virgo (laughs) we can literally do this afterwards we should film it (laughs) (sighs) okay okay bonus content what? But the hammock's not up. I you want to do it in the hammock. hammock? Yeah. We can put the hammock up. Okay. It's right next to the door. Thanks, Mom. We can film it, too, and put it on p- 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 Patreon if you guys wanted to uh, watch that. Patreon. Patreon. We'll have that eventually. Patreon. Protection! Yeah. So, for me, Liv had a new spirit guide come in for her protection when she started opening up her gifts. But for me... um. Once my gifts started opening up, I got real excited and was like, oh my gosh, I'm claircognizant, but also I think I've been clairaudient like my whole life, but I just never knew. So this thing, this dark, uh, I don't know, trickster thing Liv describes it as, started tapping in my kitchen. And it's essentially like, oh yeah, you think you're clairaudient? 
let me see if you can hear this, like thinks it's really funny and scary. So I would hear this tapping like in my cabinets in my kitchen while I'm in the other room. And I'm like, okay, this is probably my animals with my ego. I'm saying this and all of my animals are dead asleep next to me. There's no way that my house is making this noise. So the next time Liv comes in, she's like, your spirit guides are showing me this dark thing that like lives in your crawl space in your basement and he like taps on things in your kitchen does that make sense to you I'm like dear god well this is off topic but not apparently it came in through my my fireplace and it's possible that my cat who sees fairies <laughs> is the one that I'm in but once that happened, I was like, oh, this is really scary. Like, this shouldn't be happening. I need, like, to figure out how to make this crap go away. And one of the things they tell you online very specifically is, like, you need to cover yourself in white light, like the white light of God and faith. And you need to, like, ooze this energy all over your house to get rid of dark things and things like that. And I was like, okay, so... That makes sense because your emotions, I feel like, have a lot of power and energy and things like that. But white light, to me, is faith. And faith is something that is unconditional. It is unyielding. So if you believe in God, I cannot say anything to you for you to not believe in God. And that's kind of just how it is. Like, I can't be like, well, you can't see him. He's not here like, there's no way he exists, you are still going to believe in God. And that's why this energy is so powerful. Because if I was a dark trickster demon thing, and I was saying all these things to you, you're still going to have that energy wall up between you. Because there's no way that they can convince you to not have this faith. Whereas, if you have like happiness or sadness, it's really easy to manipulate because they can be like, you're never going to be happy again. Or like, I'm going to make all of these things happen to make you sad. So like those energies are easily manipulated by dark spirits and things like that. I keep saying that. Sorry. But this one day, my spirit guides are like, we're going to show you how to protect yourself. So they first showed me essentially these visions of people pushing people out of the way of danger. So I got like people pushing someone out of the path of a car. So instead of the person that is in the way of the car getting hit by the car, you would use your energy to push them away or someone taking a bullet for you, things like that. And these all were supposed to show me this feeling that I started experiencing. And I experienced this feeling literally out of nowhere. I was literally walking to my bed to go to sleep for the night. And they just started giving me this overwhelming feeling of, love, happiness, togetherness, like everything that you could possibly imagine as good and happiness in your life was what I was experiencing. And they started connecting this feeling with the feeling or the memory that I had of when Liv and I were filming that one podcast with the dark entity. We were talking about a dark entity and he was talking to Liv and basically putting her down. So Liv was describing this dark entity to me and everything she said, this feeling I was having was the exact opposite. So them bringing that memory up was my validation to be like, well, this is a powerful energy against these dark entities. And then they brought up this 
memory of me thinking this idea with faith and how faith is unconditional. So this feeling that I was experiencing was unconditional love. And the reason why I never thought that love was that powerful is because I feel like love can be manipulated. So like if someone is cheating on someone else, their ideas of that would change. They have conditions, but there is a difference between love and unconditional love. There is a difference between someone pushing you out of the way for a bullet, someone that would take anything for you to protect you. So they were essentially saying, instead of using white light, which is hard for a human to have fully faith in something, you can use love because love is the one thing that a human with your human monkey brain can fully understand as internal. So this is the most powerful energy that you can use as a human being and what was I going on with this? There was something else I wanted to say. That it's more powerful than the white light, at least for you. Well, I feel like it's more powerful in general. There are three different colored lights that I use when I focus on protecting not only myself, but others. And I think it's interesting now that I'm thinking about this because they're making me think about it. Um, my mother always told me that if I was feeling unsafe when spirits are around, that I was to protect myself or surround myself with the white light of God. And if you're a Reiki person because I have been told that this is Reiki and I didn't know it because shit my medium friend says. Yeah. Um, you surround or envision white light around you or whatever it is that you're protecting, and that's what's supposed to help you because it's the white light of God. It's spirit it's himself. Faith. Or themselves. Faith, yes, which is unyielding, undenying. It doesn't have to make sense. You just have faith. Um, but the other lights that I like to use are the golden healing light. And that again is healing. So a lot of the times I didn't know this, but when my fiance would come home and he'd have a rough day, what I do, and he still probably doesn't know that I do this. So if he ever listens to this one day, maybe he'll Never. figure it out, <laughs> but I can see the colors or the aura energy inside of him. Uh, and usually other people as well. But when he wasn't feeling good, what I would do is I would focus on pushing golden light either around him or through him to make him feel better. And probably like 15, 20 minutes, depending on how hard I was focusing, uh, he would be like, oh, I feel better. And just like get up and like start doing things. And I was like, uh-huh. So you have the white light of God. You have the golden light of healing energy. But my favorite is the pink light of unconditional love. And that is usually the energy that I like to use personally when I'm doing um, protection of any sorts, whether it's myself or others around me. For the longest time, when I would be driving, like what I would do is I would see a squirrel like close to the edge of the road and I couldn't stop, obviously, because that would cause a car accident or whatever. But I would focus on the pink energy and surround the squirrel <laughs> in the pink energy while I was driving and focus on it until I got to wherever I was going. And then if I was driving back the same direction on my way home, I would be like, do I see the squirrel anywhere? Is it on the side of the road? Did it die? No, they never did. Yeah. Been lucky with that. So, um, I don't what know. What was your spirit guides telling you? What do you mean? You said they were telling you something about this that you've just realized. I don't remember what it was now. Oh, well, while you think about that, <laughs> I remember. My guys must hate my ADHD oh, dumbass. <laughs> They're like, we tell you these things all the time and we put them together, but you have a freaking fish brain and you forget one you second. You talk about covering squirrels in pink light. <laughs> but anyways, what I was going to say before is the best way for you, if you can't imagine white light around you, is to create a Patronus like in Harry Potter. 
So a Patronus in Harry Potter is um, essentially when you find your heavy happiest memories, and this is supposed to protect you against Dementors. But in actuality, all of the characters' happiest moments are usually when they feel most loved. So, yeah, I would find somewhere in your life where you feel the most love and connection with others and use this memory as that powerful energy around you to protect yourself. And that's what makes it a lot easier because you can physically imagine this energy with your memories of love and unconditional love and things like that. Do you remember now? No. No? It was going to be good. It was going to be good. They were showing me something that I didn't understand, um, but they were showing me things that I did in my life that makes it easier to understand. But I don't remember what they were. Something with golden light. They're just laughing. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they don't. That usually spirit guides don't tell you more than once. You're like, well, since you didn't listen the first time, you're gonna have to figure it out the second time. Lol. So protection, protection is very important. As soon as you think that you have grasped some of your metaphysical abilities, whether it be clairsentience, clairaudience, or whatever clair that you feel that you've been able to pin down and pinpoint that is unique <laughs> and easy for you. Don't be like, oh my god, I have this new ability. Swing, swing, swing. And then let all these dark things be like, I'm actually your spirit guide. Because you see that pendulum that someone on the internet told you that you could use to communicate with your spirit guides more easily? I'm going to tell you that I'm your spirit guides. And that's how you get fizzucked, friends. So don't do that shit. You have the abilities within yourself. You don't need them physically within the form of pendulums or scrying mirrors or what is the one with the boards that are made out of wood? Ouija boards. Ouija boards. Sorry. It just makes me scared. Like those are physical portals for things to go through and you don't need physical things necessarily in my mind to do this stuff. But and they're, they're again, just, they're literally just ways of covering up your ego and blocking yourself from actually communicating with your spirit guides. So yeah, you don't need something to communicate with your spirit guides. They are already doing it. You just need to blow away the ego. Yeah. And if you're like, well, M does tarot. Tarot's a divination tool. Tarot's a little bit different because her spirit guides, she can talk to on her own. When she's doing tarot cards, she's speaking to your spirit guides. And she's not a, uh, well, she's not even speaking with them. Your spirit guides are literally pulling the cards for you. Although, do you think that if you're doing a tarot reading and somebody has a bad energy or entity attached to them, that the cards will be pulled by that entity? I don't think they're allowed to. <laughs> I think I allow, like, I don't think I allow them to. I don't know how I do that, but like I was telling you in the last TikTok live, I am, there is a circle of light around me, but I don't know what that is. But I don't think a dark thing can walk over the circle of light. Interesting. Yeah. I like, just, I, I have no idea what like divination tools and stuff I'm are. I'm sure they can. Like that's why you can use tarot cards for dark things. But for me, what tarot cards do is my spirit guides will say things to me and then the tarot cards explain them. Because a lot of times they're very vague. Like okay. the feelings they give me are vague. Yeah, I just don't want people to think that we're being, like, two-faced or something. Because I'm like, don't use pendulums and don't use these things, but you use tarot cards. Yeah, because when I channel other people's spirit guides, their spirit guides tell me things, not through cards. They give me feelings, emotions, thoughts, hearing things. Okay. (laughs) And then the cards explain it because I don't know your life. (laughs) I don't know why I'm experiencing things because I literally have no idea who you are. 
So the cards explain, oh, they had a lover and that's why you feel like this. Or like, they're having a hard time with this. So that's that's literally what happens. The, so, they explain what the cards mean. So if you got feelings that were different from the cards you were pulling, you knew something would be fishy. Yeah, but I don't think I allowed that to happen. Okay. And I think it has something to do with the circle of light because it's, they're showing me. I don't, I don't know what the light is, but okay. So when I first started channeling energy. Is your light that's around you, you pink and then white and then gold? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't think about it like that. Like it's layered. Do you the see it? The closest one to you is pink. What is it? And then it's white and then like, it's gold. But it's not close to you like an aura. It's out here. Mm-hmm. It's like right here. Like That's um, so weird. Like uh, two feet away or something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't and know, like, but fucking go with it. I wish I could have something like that or at like, least know that I have something like that. What you... You describe your medium space as like a dark area. Yeah. I have the dark area, but this circle of light started showing up. And again, because I'm not very good at this, I am explain things away. I'm like, I have to be making this up. But my spirit guide, the one that sits on my shoulder is literally like, when would you have time to make this up? You are f- so focused on other things. Why would you start thinking a circle of light around you? <laughs> but I don't know what the circle of light is. But I feel like dark entities can't cross it. But I also don't think it's the energy that like is around me that protects me. Like I think there's a cloud of energy around me constantly. But I don't know what the circle around me is. So the light around me. Yes. Is that preventing things that are dark from passing it? It sounds like it would. Um, I think for the f- most part, yes. It's like an electric fence, kind of. Yeah, like, I don't think things can go over that. But I also don't think it's, I like, mean, if you think that things can't go through it, that's more than half the battle, so. Oh. I get nervous. <laughs> I believe it's happening in his. <laughs> yes, because literally my mother, every time I see her, she's like, you're giving your clients too much. You I literally to think that's down, a block. And you need to protect yourself. And, and I'm I, like, like, I feel fine. Yeah. But it's making me nervous and I don't yes. like it. I wish you would stop telling me that. I think the same thing. I think like the reason why you're so nervous about a whole bunch of things is because your mother is telling you how it's supposed to be, which is blocking you. Yeah. You need to figure it out with your spirit guides. Yeah. I haven't been talking to them very much lately. They're like, yeah, no yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, the light is That's because the last time I tried to talk to you guys, you were like, I don't want to talk to you. You got to figure it out. But now you're ready. Okay, fine. Oh, I, I talk to them whether they want me to or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give me answers. And they're like, no. I'm like, give me answers, please. And they're like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, what if I ask in a different way? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to point out is when you start talking to your spirit guides, they're not going to tell you things. If you want them to, they're going to tell you things that you need to know. (laughs) Exactly, which is why I stopped the podcast because Em's like, I need to know these things. And I was like, no, you you want to know these things. Well, I don't know. (laughs) I still feel like I needed to know that that ring wasn't someone else. Yeah, but that's about it. That's I was the like, only thing you're going to get from Yeah, because at first I was like, I don't understand why I'm seeing this ring. Is this for someone? I don't know if I should, like, tell people I'm seeing this ring. But, like, I feel like it's me. <laughs> and that's when I started talking about it on our TikTok Live. And people were like, well, maybe it's like you're surrounding yourself in white energy. And I'm like, 
well, no, there's white energy around me, like armor, but like there's also this ring. <laughs> so it's really super interesting. But once you start going over your protection and you have done that self-reflection, self-reflection is going to be something you're going to have to deal with your entire life to kind of keep the gates open, so to speak. But you're going to start noticing that your psychic abilities are going to um, open up for you. So for me, I am claircognizant and clairaudient, but I was so gun hard on being like, I'm not clairvoyant, I don't see visions. And my spirit guides were like, are you sure? You saw visions when you were like feeling that unconditional love thing. And that's when I started realizing, oh, a lot of my blocks are because I think I'm blocked. (laughs) So that's another thing that you need to realize is you need to allow the energy to flow through you and not judge it. And one of the ways that I think will help is we talk about this a lot in our Claire's podcast and video where we tell you how to strengthen your Claire abilities or your psychic abilities because this will allow you to realize in what areas of your life your ego is masking things. So that's essentially what you need to do. And one of the things that I think helps the most is if you do kind of like intuition games. So one of the things I found on TikTok recently was this girl has like tarot cards and she would shuffle the tarot cards and find like just pick one of the cards put it face down in front of her and she would journal about it like journal about what the card made her feel what was on the other side thoughts feelings emotions and this kind of opens up your intuition to understand why this card came out and understand what is on the other side of this card there's also other intuition games where it's like they're I don't know they're real cheeky and fun where you have like a whole bunch of rocks and You have to predict which rock is going to move, which rock they're going to take out of scene. And for me, I started with those. Ooh, she's showing me a picture of uh, the thing that's a secret. (laughs) My maybe new spirit guide. That's what she looks like? Kind of. Oh, she's all pretty. Oh, my God. (laughs) Continue. Yeah. Um, But the intuition game where you take the rock away, when I first started doing that, I, for some reason, just started imagining their hand taking the rock before it happened. And that's how I knew that was the rock they were going to take. And it was very consistent every time I played one of those games. I saw the person's hand before it showed up moving the rock. So your intuition is kind of like a muscle you need to work on it every day, whether that be through tarot cards, through intuition games, through the other methods we give you in our Claire's video. But this is going to show you kind of the areas in which ego is getting in the way. But your your spirit guides are going to communicate with you in different ways. So if you're looking up on the internet I'm Claire audience, so it has to come in through these ways because this medium says this is how Claire audience works. That could very much block you because you can experience Claire audience in a different way. So for me, I experience Claire audience in like a volume way. So when I'm supposed to pay attention to something, it's like so unbelievably loud, even though it's not loud to anyone else. 
And those are like things that I need to pay attention to. So a lot of things for me, for Claire audience, is things are louder than they should be. Like me. Always pay attention to me. I get real loud. <laughs> <laughs> Leo! Sorry, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. But yeah, if you're looking up things on the internet, a lot of times it's not going to come in the same way because your spiritual journey is a personal one. No one can tell you how to go through it. Except for your spirit guides yeah. yourself. Your spirit guides are the ones that are going to be guiding you through it. AKA why Liv and I had to go through our chakras in the correct order, even though we knew nothing about chakras. Because our spirit guides, that's the best way of doing it. It's because they're like, you guys are going to have this idea to start this business out <sighs> of nowhere, going to go get a chinchilla, realize that your best friends possibly twin flames and you are going to be successful in this business and one of the first things that you guys are going to think that you have to learn is chakras because you feel like you have to measure up with all the other metaphysical people so why not start with chakras and you're going to start with chakras because you both need to fucking heal <laughs> yeah. and also here's this person to help you heal good luck you're welcome yeah it's wild it is wild wild that's wild. emily's favorite thing to say <laughs> well Liv just thinks it's funny it is funny i like the way you funny. say it wild <laughs> sorry i interrupted you what were you flowing on yeah you shouldn't be going on the internet and paying someone to teach you about your intuition because it could very much block you and prevent you from really tapping into your abilities the only person that you should be listening to is yourself and your spirit guides and we're just gonna give you like and the best friend directions <laughs> which can be us we'll be your best friend yeah if you don't have someone that can you can talk to about your spiritual stuff, which I feel like is most people. You can talk to us. You can go on our YouTube and give us comments or even on our blog. We have a blog, guys. Yeah. And you can comment on our blog. Ch -ch 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 check it out. I try, I try really hard to do the blog, but I've been slacking a little bit lately. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll write a blog post about spirit guides and you can tell us all about spirit guides and your intuition um, opening up and you feeling crazy because that's all about spiritual awakenings that sucks so the things that you need to focus on is first accepting that you're allowed to feel the things that you're feeling and there's no reason for you to not feel the things that you're feeling so so, so, so self-reflection then you have to figure out where those feelings are coming from for us the easiest way to do that was to learn about the chakras because they really help you figure out what's going on to be like I have these feelings, but where are they coming from? Oh, my Moldahar chakra deals with this. Well, I did this when I was a child, and that's probably why I have an issue with it. So it'll help you pinpoint where those feelings are coming from. Next, you need to accept those feelings because no matter what happened to you, whether it was good, bad, happy, or sad, there was a reason for it because you're in this physical plane of existence, existence to raise your spiritual consciousness, whether people understand that or not. That is literally our purpose here is to raise our consciousness. And once you do that, and Em and I are not doing that, so don't think that you have to master all of these things because it's not a master. You will, it's not about mastering things. This isn't a video game. You don't just go from one level to the next. It's always a fluid give and take of whatever you're doing on your spiritual journey. Then that helps get rid of your ego because you're like, it's not about me. Nothing is ever just about me these things did not happen to me they happened for a reason to help me understand the world in a more complex and diverse and retrospective way so that i can raise my spiritual consciousness and then you move on now you have less of an ego and you're like what's that mysterious ticking noise 
in my kitchen. <laughs> it's the dark things that are now attracted to you because you can see them. <laughs> so that's why you have to work on protection. But again, also, if you do have a real valid reason on why there's a ticking in your kitchen, <laughs> M&I... I mean, it could be a pipe bomb. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> Let, maybe God. we can't say that on on a podcast. I'm making a reference to a YouTube Snape. video. Snape. If you don't. Barbara Snape. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I'm sorry. We're millennials. We're brainwashed by Harry Potter and SpongeBob. Please and ignore. Memes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if there is like a, an actual rational reason, obviously use you use your rational reason but for M there was not a rational reason and that's why we were able to know that it was a weird thing and I Even also though, walked into your house and was like yeah I don't know anything that's going on and I don't physically hear it. I'm not physically hearing yeah. this but someone's telling me that you've been hearing it so <laughs> even though I explained it away with my logical mind and then Liv was like there's a dark thing living in your crawl space and it's terrifying yeah it was a little skittery like light ball but anyway I just need to express the like length she literally was like I feel like I'm staring down at your furnace in the basement like from up high and I can see your freezer where is that and I was like oh my crawl space is over there and she's like ew <laughs> it's in there it came in from the fireplace that's disgusting and I was like cool things literally my favorite claire is when i get things and i see people's lights out of their houses or like stuff like that anyways um so once you have in have taken down your ego a notch and started to heal a little bit and realize that everything's not about you and it's not about the people that you think are mean to you it's just how it is um you're going to probably start experiencing different clairs whatever that is and however it may be also we're not discounting mental illness because that could be a factor but for us it's not that we are aware of um no matter what the people on tiktok say <laughs> and um that is when you need to start protecting yourself don't just think oh, i have these magical powers now they're not magical powers they're just metaphysical abilities everybody has them to an extent whether you're a psychic medium like me then have all the clairs or you just only have clair audience but that's how you perceive the metaphysical things around you as well as your physical world it's fine everybody's different um you need to protect yourself don't go on youtube and be like i'm gonna get a pendulum because now i feel oh, like gosh. i can talk to my spirit guides or i'm gonna use this ouija board and talk to my spirit this ouija guides. board <sighs> please we're gonna don't do, do that we're gonna do a podcast on divination tools because i think they're really interesting because uh, mostly they scare me but also they're cool <laughs> and if you don't like that i don't like divination tools i'm sorry i just it's just a personal well, thing it's literally because they're a portal and a lot I've, of people uh, don't have the responsibility or knowledge to deal with that literally only heard bad things come from them yeah. i've never <laughs> heard good things come from them ever it's like it's like driving around without a seatbelt on. Why would you not drive with a seatbelt on if you know that you could possibly be saved? And also, people who do know how to do it, they do have seatbelts. They have a lot of seatbelts, but I would say the average person has no idea what they're doing and should <laughs> not invest in these things. It could just turn bad, so don't do yeah. it. Why, why would you do that when you already know that you have one of the Claire's or two of the Claire's or yeah, three no. of the Claire's? Like you don't you need it. You 100% do not need a divination tool of any sort to communicate with your spirit guides. Divination tools are for if you have an ego and you don't want to get away from the ego. <laughs> you just want to do things without having to do the work. Put the work in. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the cheats. <laughs> Sorry if I'm offending anybody. It's true. It's just how I feel. If I change my mind and I'll be like, I love pendulums. No, they're great. Then I will let you know that live. I was wrong. It's literally a block. Yeah. 
But anyway, because you think you can't communicate with them without something physical, you don't need something physical. They are talking to you. So then, once you have your protection, that is when you can safely try and continue on your journey and accept who you are and the things that have happened and really just grow and flourish and become a beautiful flower because I love flowers and get yourself a best friend like M. Sorry, they're not for sale in stores. I keep saying that because I think it's funny. But yeah, the last thing I want to say also is if you are still struggling, I talk about this in our first spirit guide podcast, you can ask your spirit guides for a physical sign and they will provide it for you. So my physical sign is rainbows and bones. It's rainbows for yes and bones for no. And when I switch my signs, I will still get rainbows because apparently I don't listen otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) But they will give you the signs that you need physically if you are still struggling to connect with them. You can ask if you're on the right path. You can ask for direction physically, like my spirit guide gives me videos to watch to help me process you can ask for things physically and they will provide it for you if you don't have that spiritual connection with them yet so i just want you to know that that works for everyone whereas i can't tell you how your clairs work that i can't tell you how things are going to come through for you yep and if anyone's like i can teach you how to connect to your spirit guides i can teach you how to become clairaudient i can teach you how to be a psychic medium don't run away (laughs) Because it's not how it works. The only thing that you need is yourself, your willingness to learn and deal with your th- own traumas and yeah, lessons, like, and your spirit guides you and a best friend. Chance of it working, but your gifts have to work the same way that theirs do. Yeah, because <laughs> there's no way for them to know otherwise how to express to you how things come through. But yeah, so so. Our next podcast is going to be something. We haven't decided it yet. It's going to be a mystery. It's like the blue, uh, um, what is it, airhead mystery flavor. What? The, the white airhead. Sorry, the white airhead. Why did I say blue when I saw white? But guys, on our YouTube channel, I'm going to be drawing spirits. Yes. <laughs> so, again, I said this once already. I'm an artist who went to art school and lives a psychic medium (laughs) if you have not figured it out this far (laughs) but she is going to try to explain oh my gosh guys she's telling me about a new spirit guy and i kind of want her to draw her because she seems really anime and pretty but like she is going to explain to me spirits we're probably going to do spirits that aren't necessarily human like and i'm going to draw them on our YouTube channel or attempt to draw them because I've never drawn something from dictation of someone telling me what something looks like. So it'll be super interesting. I'm so excited because that is way up my alley. I would love to do like, I don't know, I would love to draw people spirit guides if that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Love that. That would be like dream come true. <laughs> Just because I think it's really interesting what they look like. Yeah, and wants me to have a service where <laughs> we draw people's spirit guides. I tell her what they look like, and then we send them to you in the mail. Yeah. So if that's something you want. It's so cute. It just I don't like telling and, people what yeah. their spirit guides look like, because I feel like you should it's know what personal. they look like, but also... No one knows what their spirit guide looks like. Like, there's people who are like, they do meditation or whatever, and they show up. But I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. If you guys want that, let us know, and maybe we'll do it, but... Maybe we'll make it a Patreon thing. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that for Patreon. I feel like people would 
look like that. I would love that if I was a normal person. I'm already going to love it. And I'm the one drawing them. <laughs> That's funny. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited to know what Zeroth looks like. Not that I can't imagine a cloud with gold light inside of it. But... <laughs> Yeah. It's interesting. Well, he could have different ones. You, We really have to figure out what version of him you want to draw. Tell him to give me a good shape. He's a shapeshifter, so that's, <laughs> that's what she's talking about. The first thing he did was a mountain, and then he went into a dragon. He's oh, like, he's I like mountains, but she likes dragons. <laughs> yeah, I literally, this is funny, I literally told him that he's a blue dragon. When he shows up as a blue dragon, that's how I know it's him. I'm glad that I can validate for that for that, you. That you had no idea that I had this agreement with my spirit guides that I've told no one about. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, he's the blue dragon. Rosaline, she, I don't know, her energy is like a rose, which is funny, but she reminds me of like a doe. Yeah, because as you're thinking about her, she's changing to the way that you want her to look, not how I see her. So, yeah. I hate you. I don't know what the little gremlin guy is. I get, like, feet on the ground from his energy. <laughs> I don't know what he, like, necessarily looks Literally like. Literally two seconds before you said that I got stompy feet. <laughs> yeah. I get, like, like a grounded, like, everything's going to be okay because all your energy is going into the ground. So funny. All right, guys. That's enough. <laughs> now Liv's you know like, exactly to click off <laughs> Liv's like I don't want to edit more of this podcast shut up <laughs> oh it's gonna be so bad it's already an hour and a half long and the first part of it I did not know what was going on I've been dealing with Em's headache the entire day you're welcome and I, I have to be a it. fiance and like a partner and it's stressing me out with having two jobs and a love life <laughs> and a best friend <laughs> well there's a lot of things that are pulling me and I don't like it I hope she talks to me in our hammock about spirit guides in a few seconds. <laughs> I know. All right. You want other things? Follow our social media. We got TikTok. We got Facebook. We got Instagram. We don't have Snapchat because we don't like you all that much. And uh, we have soon to be Patreon, hopefully, which will be freaking great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking excited. into it. We need to get a Vimeo account because that's how you put videos up or something cool beans i'm so. psyched about it i'll be able to swear more yeah or me <laughs> i'm gonna put our tiktok lives up there that's why i looked into it uh, uh, uh. oh yeah our tiktok lives tune into our tiktok apparently lives. there's replays and apparently didn't know. apparently but i don't have all of them because they delete after 90 days but that's beside the point <laughs> but yeah so if you guys are interested in more content while you wait for our next podcast Go check out our video on this same topic next week. We're going or to all be. of our videos. We have, <gasps> we're almost going to be to our 20th episode. <laughs> I like how you know that. <laughs> her eyes are like so big. They're like falling out of her head. I, I'm so excited. We've done this 20 times. We've sat in this basement 20 times. Yeah. For our podcast. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, 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 gosh. you guys in Finland, I see you. I see you. Those couple people in Argentina, we see you too. Yeah, we got some OG fans on oh, our TikTok live that, that 20, are like, you're great. We're like, no, you're great because we see you on our TikTok live every week. And those 29 people in Australia, yeah, I'm talking to you. All 29 of you. Yeah, our <laughs> podcast is getting a lot of traction. Guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much. And I think 238 of you in America, wherever y'all are. <laughs> we get a lot of people from Michigan. I see you. I see you, Hamburger Helper State. I see you. Now we lost all of them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah. We are your 
Meta. Sigh. Kicks? Wow.